It's Monday. I want to say good Monday to you, but it's really not. If you're a Packers fan, you woke up today. Like many Mondays, you you wake up and it's the beginning of the work week and, and you, you're anxious to talk about what happened yesterday. And, you know, people tune. I saw all kinds of people today and, and last night saying, can't wait to listen to the show today to see what the, the reaction is going to be. And uh, today was one of those days where I woke up. I was legitimately kind of depressed because, I mean, for two reasons. One, as a Packers fan, the season's over. They're not going to the postseason. There's no shot at the postseason. I don't want to hear people say, well, we're going to get off the mat. We're not mathematically eliminated. I mean, that's the green and gold glasses, and I'm right there with you. I would love to see them get a win on Sunday. I would love to see them beat Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. I would love to see everything just fall into place. Uh, But, you know, it's it's like Sean Payton said at halftime yesterday. This is like the fifth get-right game. We've talked about the Packers trying to get right, and it's over. There is no get right. It's 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 the off season's going to be a reset, and then you got to figure out what you're going to do. There's a lot of stuff coming this off season. And I will say one thing: it starts with the quarterback. I don't want to hear this. I'm going to take some time to go away, and I'll be back, and I'll let you know prior to free agency. And I, stop. There, there's stop. You're either in or you're not. You know. Now I can see maybe at the end of the season, from January to the beginning of February. Okay. You know, take some time, go away, relax. You know, you deserve it. You know, regardless, if you're on a winning team or a non-winning team, regardless, it's a, it's a hard season. You get beat up. You're physically and mentally exhausted. You just kind of want to, want to you know, get to the end of the season and, and go kind of rejuvenate the batteries, so to speak. But don't don't give us this, you know, I'll let you know in March. No, no stop, stop. Because it, you can't you can't kiss ass anymore. You're either all in or you're not you got to have the respect of the young guys. I thought Howie Long talked about it yesterday. He said, look, if it, it, it's you can talk about coaches, coaches play, coaching players up, but if you need them on the same page with you, then you need to be there. You need to be the one coaching them up. Don't leave it up to Cobb. Don't leave it up to anybody else. And the other thing he said, coach them up Monday through uh, or Wednesday through Friday and then on the field, but don't coach them up in the media and stop that. Don't respect it at all. And this is a guy that's not only a Hall of Famer, but that's got two guys, two sons that play in the NFL as well. There's a little bit of collaboration there as to what does and doesn't work inside an NFL locker room. Don't get me wrong. In this business, we love to hear Aaron Rodgers speak. But in the grand scheme of things, I would much rather see them win and win consistently and win legitimate football games heading to the postseason versus not. 877-867-1670. Sixteen seventy. So you're either in or you're out, and then after that, a lot of time. And then after that, it's like we're going to talk to you about decisions, and we're going to give you the courtesy to say, "Hey, this is what we're thinking about doing," but you're not going to be the decision maker. We're not keeping Randall Cobb because you want a buddy. We're not keeping David Bakhtiari because you want a buddy. It's time to move on. Age injuries they happen. It's like Puxatawney Phil popping out of the hole. Time to cut bait, man. Anybody can make any amount of money to be injured. So I'm going to go with less money to be injured. And I Bakhtiari has been a warrior. It's not downplaying his accomplishments or his attributes because he has been an incredible left tackle in the National Football League, one of the best, no doubt. But that knee injury, however devastating it was, has just not allowed him to come back and be the guy he once was. And you're paying him to be not only the guy he once was, but beyond. And so it, it, money doesn't equal the play. you gotta, you got to make a move. 
And Randall Cobb, God love him. He keeps coming back. He keeps, you know, being the warrior. He keeps coming back to to be the confidant for Aaron Rodgers. But every year it's going to be a six- to eight-week process of some injury that's going to take him down, and you just you can't afford to do it anymore. It's time for young guys. It's time for veterans. It's time for free agents to come into this system and make this make this engine go. 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up. Feel free. Feel free. Give us a shout. Uh, I'd love to hear from you today. Let's go back to the phone calls. Eric, listening to us in Green Bay on the mighty WDUZ. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's up? Um, I'm weirded out just like you, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. It Appreciate just, it. It uh, just has a very weird Twilight Zone vibe to it, this whole thing. And it, what's the most frustrating, most frustrating thing about it is, like you and everybody else, before the season started, look at this team on paper after the success of the last three years and what they added and they, they added in areas of need. And, you know, we all thought that this team was going to be a juggernaut and they keep getting worse and worse and worse. And if they had played all their games, like the game against the bills, they'd have a much better record. But then here we are a week afterwards and they are right back down to the level of the play of the team they're playing against. And, dude, I am going to blame that all on coaching. I mean, I know that those two passes that Rodgers threw yesterday on the goal line, it's like I've never seen it bounce so many balls off face masks. And, and that ball, Bob Carey, was, if there were just two of them there, that ball would have come up short. But here's, here's what I think about the coaching. Okay, you hear a lot about play calling, and they say, well, you know, if they've got six to eight slammed up in the box, what are you going to do, run? Well, what are you going to do? Try to try to pass the ball through twelve to sixteen guys? You, they didn't work a play out to the outside edge, somewhere where there's space. They got him throwing a bullet at head level through the line of scrimmage, which is a stacked box. Mm-hmm. I don't see how that's any greater chance of success. I mean, if they just handed the ball off to Dylan and let him run it around right, I'd give J- Dylan's chance to make it to the edge before that one linebacker. Uh, pretty much nine out of ten times. You know, I think he would have walked right into the end zone. The the um, there's so much stuff going on. And it's like, why are you doing that though, Lafleur? And it, what's frustrating me the most is I'm a huge Rodgers fan, man. I've been a Rodgers fan since he was at Cal. When he came to Cal, he put so many bad streaks and so many bad things to end at Cal. We were the doormat of the Pac-10, and and he turned us into a national powerhouse. All right. This guy has deserved more. And what gets me is like, okay, we they make all these acquisitions that seem like, well, look great, looking great on paper. Oh, he's getting along with the, everybody in the front office. He's getting along with Goody great, the coach great. Everything's going great. And now we're at a point where, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I don't think he's lost his skills because last week in the Bills game, those two missile shots that went for touchdowns were beautiful. And, and he can still run. So it's not skills. I, I got to think it's the coaching and the coaching is who keeps you on track and keeps you dedicated and keeps you. And, and, and we keep hearing the same thing out of the floor. If I hear one more time, well, you got to give them all the credit or if you keep making mistakes and keep getting penalties and stuff, you're going to get licked by anybody in this league every single week. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like Murphy when he hired Gutekunst, and then Gutekunst when he hired Lafleur, 
they hired teenagers to do the job of an adult. And this is like when you're in NFC championship game, or no, that wasn't the championship game, playoff game, you're inside the 10-yard line, you need eight points, and you opt for a field goal? When all Brady right. has to do is get a first down? Rookie mistake. All right? Uh, it, these rookie mistakes are costing Rodgers, and that's what hurts me, man, as a Rodgers fan. It's like, oh, for crying out loud, there's no reason why this team shouldn't be pounding everybody this year. They've got the talent. Something's going on there. I agree with you. Something's weird. It's just you look at the team and there's a vibe about something's going on that nobody knows about that we have to keep everybody from finding out about. It, it is felt, it, uh, Appreciate the phone call. It has felt like that pretty much since week one. Week one, I think, when we, we thought about going into Minneapolis and, and watching this team, you kind of wanted to see that they shook off the mistakes that they made last year going into the season. And the thought was, well, they got dump trucked in the first game against New Orleans last year, but they shook it off and they were the number one overall seats. Ah, no big deal. And we all thought we're sitting there in that press box over in Minneapolis. Mike Clemens and I are sitting there talking to a few people. And it's like, no, this, this was bad. Something just wasn't right. And whether it's the first play of the year to Christian Watson that just went through his hands, that was the foreshadow to what the rest of the season was going to be. I don't know. But it 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 it, it just never had a feel like it was right. And as much as people don't like to hear it, because it, it is too simple of an excuse, but I thought it was something from the very beginning to say, Cobb can coach him up. I don't want to be here. I don't like double practice or uh, joint practices. I don't want to play in the preseason. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When you keep stacking the negative, you eventually build a wall. Because what you're doing, in essence, saying, I don't need the work. You do. I'm great. You're not. I'm on the pedestal. You're beneath me. You go do it. I'd, I've earned the right. And to a certain extent, he's right. But, I, yeah, I just – I think it all starts with off-season off preparation, and it has just morphed into something very, very dysfunctional, for lack of a better term. And then news keeps getting worse. I mean, obviously, Rashawn Gary done for the year, tore the ACL. Romeo Dobbs goes down with an injury. Aaron Jones goes down with an injury. It just it – just, you know, with everything Christian Watson and, you know, was in the concussion protocol again a couple of times in two back-to-back weeks. I mean, he, chances are he's not going to be available for this game coming up against the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, it, it's interesting because Zach Krause just put out Sammy Watkins against the Lions. He ran 39 routes. He has one catch for nine yards, two drops, and 0.23 yards per route run which is about as bad as you can possibly get. And on the last play, on the fourth down play, when leverage was inside, he should have gone outside. He fought through the leverage and went inside when Rodgers was clearly looking at the leverage inside, throwing to the ball outside, and it falls harmlessly to the turf. And he looks back at Rodgers like, what? And Rodgers will look at him like, I can't believe you even went that way. 
LaFleur the same. And the game ended. It, it's just, it's, that was your big off-season acquisition. Uh, you know, and some people are saying, you know, Ray says and Mark says, and even Contessa says, uh, why are we coming down so hard on Aaron Rodgers? He's been the constant. Well, he also makes $50 million a year, and he played one of his worst games ever. He played horribly. That's why. And you know what? Quite frankly, let's be honest. I'm not here to blow green and gold smoke up your ass, and he deserves it. Call out the people that deserve it. I, I don't have a problem with that. There's enough times where we've said, oh, my God, what a game he had. Look, he threw for three touchdowns. When, in essence, maybe it was Devontae Adams that went up and fought for the ball, took down a, a, a coverage man, and then ended up sprinting to the end zone on a 20-yard out and turned it into a 60-yard touchdown. But we give Rodgers credit for throwing the touchdown pass, right? And it happened. And it, it, we understand that. You understand that going in. Quarterbacks get a lot of the credit and a lot of the heat. But I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is what it is, man. This is a bad football team, and it stinks from the head down. He is the leader, supposedly, of this football team. So he's going to, as the leader, he's going to get, he's going to get him a, a lion's share of the blame. You know, I have never seen him throw footballs off of helmets. It's not like somebody got a paw up in the air, like somebody jumped a, a foot high and then stuck a hand way up. So, in essence, nine, a nine-foot throw, you know what I mean, where he just didn't get it out of the reach of the paw. He hit the dude standing there in the face. The pass to Bakhtiari, had, had, had uh, Aiden Hutchinson not even been there, would have fallen to the turf. It was a terrible throw. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls real quick. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Cudahy. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? So much for group therapy on a manic Monday. <laughs> right. You know something, Bill? I'll tell you, that, that game yesterday, and you've heard this from other people probably, that was that was an abortion. I mean, you have a, a team, the lowly Lions. Now, I don't want to take anything away from them. Any team can beat any team on any given day, but they got rid of their number one weapon. They got a tight, rid of a tight end, their 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 backfield coach, I believe, cornerbacks coach. And we go in there and, and flounder like we did. You know, when I know you have a lot of injuries on this team, we have a lot of untimely penalties that you know we shut ourselves in the foot with that. But you can't look. I said I called you yesterday, not yesterday, last week. We said that. There were three seasons now where they've won 13 games. Okay, three seasons, and we failed to make a Super Bowl. What's going to change any any different now? I mean, what's what? How different is it going to be? Let's say we were on our way to 13 wins this season. We're doing the same thing over and over again. It's insanity. We're we're expecting different results. I think, Bill. I hate to say it. I think the window has shut. I have. I, I bleed green and gold, and I try to be positive, but realistically. We are in a rebuild, and I think we're, we're stuck. I hate to say it, we're stuck with Rodgers, but we better either develop love or get another bona fide quarterback that we can build on because this team, it's it's just decimated with, with – with, there's nothing else we can do but play out the rest of the year. You know what the best thing that could happen right now? We get a high draft pick and we get a good quarterback. 
<laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that. Uh, so okay, let me ask you this: So if the Packers get a high draft pick, let's just say they end the season with uh, four wins, okay? God comes down and they give give them one more win, and they end up with four wins in the season. One of the worst teams in the National Football League. They get maybe the third, fourth, or fifth pick. First of all, that'd be a great big up yours to Pittsburgh because they went figuring they'd get a higher draft pick with the Bears than with the Packers. So I'd feel good about that. Yeah. But then let me ask you this. Do you get a, a a top five wide receiver or do you go after yet another quarterback to compete with Jordan Love? You know something? I know you can't have your cake you needed too, but I would do whatever I, it took to get the best quarterback prospect and the best wide receiver prospect in the draft. Bill, how many of the, the, the wide receivers that are playing right now today as rookies on these other teams that we passed up that are doing unbelievable on these other teams? And that, we're talking the draft. We're not talking free agency. They uh, The draft, uh, <laughs> I, uh, man, I, if, if there is a top five quarterback sitting there, I would have to look really hard at getting him. Uh, but if there is a surefire wideout that is going to come in uh, like a Justin Jefferson type and light my team up, I, I might have to go with the weapon first. Let me ask you this, Bill. This past draft, how many wide receivers did we pass up that could be playing and helping Rodgers out right now that we passed up on, on this past draft that are playing really well as rookie receivers? Oh, my God. Um, probably 10. So you know what? It's part of it's scouting, Bill. Part of it is this decision making up front. I don't know who's doing the scouting and who's doing the picking when it comes to draft day, but I'll tell you what, man, they messed up. They missed the board a few years in a row. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. No, I they, they have. I um, appreciate the phone call. They have had their own issues when it comes to drafting talent. I mean, Chris Olave's played pretty good for the Saints, but the Packers were not going to get him. That's for sure. Uh, obviously, the Packers trading out of the first round. Some of the guys that we were hoping for, like a Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, we talked about. I know that uh, Yahan Dotson uh, was a guy. He's not like lighting the world on fire. Uh, but when you start talking about um, you know wide receivers that you could have taken, other players you could have taken. Now, there's not a whole lot of people that are lighting the world on fire. Let me say that. Okay, uh, you know Mechie out of Alabama. He's doing okay. Uh, Taquan Thornton out of Baylor is another guy. Uh, George Pickens uh, with the Steelers now out of Georgia. Alec Pierce, the wide receiver out of uh, out of Cincinnati, went to Indianapolis. He's got off to a decent start. Um, but I, you know, <laughs> put it this way: there's a lot of guys that are playing, and Christian Watson isn't. Christian Watson. You could pretty much pick any receiver at this point, right? Pick any receiver at this point and say he's been better than Watson because Watson hasn't been able to stay healthy. So in the grand scheme of things, all of them, because Watson hasn't really done anything. 877-867-1670, hit us up. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you, zero interest, zero money down, nothing for 24 months. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and uh, they continue to be the leader when it comes to overall value for your home. For the money spent and the value you're going to get back out of your home, if you decide to sell it, it's amazing. Economical factor, huge. 
Huge. I talk about it all the time. And here comes the cold weather. This next coming weekend, the highs are going to be like 38. I don't know if you've been looking at the forecast. So now is when your windows and doors are going to get tested. And if you haven't listened to the advice and called Pella, maybe you should do it now before the really, really, really cold stuff hits. Go to our friends at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI because you can order it now. They will, they will custom measure. Custom uh, uh, build, uh, manufacture, assemble, install, all of that. Great warranty. Adds value to your home. Adds beauty to your home, but it makes your home more economical. And that's the number one factor in all of this. That's what went into my decision to go ahead and get the new Pella windows and doors done here in my home. PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We're glad you're with us. Hey, we're going to be at the Sunset Grill coming up on Wednesday night. Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. Hopefully you can stop out. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle. Six to eight this uh, Wednesday night. And we're going to be there uh, watching the sunset and, man, trying to figure out some kind of a, a silver lining in what is a uh, otherwise really tough season right now uh, for the Green Bay Packers. So uh, we are hoping that uh, it's going to be better but uh, i don't know i don't know i don't see it getting any better anytime soon i don't know about you just my uh just my take on it uh 877-867-1670 uh, 877-867-1670 uh by the way uh, romeo dubs high ankle sprain high ankle sprain so there you go, which means he's going to be out for a while. Christian Watson, we know, concussion protocol. Aaron Jones left in a walking boot yesterday. Rashawn Gary, uh, ACL, done for the season. So it's not going to be a not going to be a a great week by any stretch. And then going into a game in which the Dallas Cowboys are coming off of a bye, the only thing you can hope for is that maybe they're rusty. <laughs> I don't know what else to hope for. Maybe they're rusty. Uh, let's get to our buddy L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Oh, let's let's put L back on hold. That's that's a bad signal. Ooh, that's rough. That's rough. Let's go to uh, Chris listening to us in Oshkosh. Chris, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, what's up, Bill? Uh, yeah, hey, man. Uh, you've been really on point today. I mean, you you must have got a really good night's sleep last night. Uh, <laughs> You were honestly, you were hitting on a whole bunch of really important points earlier. And, uh, but the one thing I did, I, I wanted to kind of call in. There was a caller, maybe three, four back. Uh, he was trying to say, Aaron, he didn't think it was trying or didn't care anymore. I, I guess I, I just think it's, uh, I, I want to say that's a little reckless. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and let anyone say that on the radio. I just don't think it's true at all. I mean, I'm listening to his press conferences. Obviously, like, sometimes I'd like him to take more responsibility. It sounded like he did say he played poorly which is great. Uh, and, of course, like you're saying, it's, it really comes down to that offseason. I mean, it kind of drove me nuts this year that he wasn't in there. I mean, you just want another day with Hiawaska? I don't know. But it, it, it didn't make me happy at all. 
But the one thing right. I'll say that is a few times when we're talking receiver, because I do think that now uh, Samurai, uh, the Samurai Toure has actually shown himself to be a deep threat. I do believe he truly can be a deep threat for this team. Um, and I think Watson is too, but, man, Crystal Watson, man, that guy just – I. It kills me because I see him do a play, and he's fast, and he's big, and he's really good. And all of a sudden, he gets to the point of contact, and he's hurt. And it's crazy. I mean, this season yeah. is just crazy like that. Like, And then, like, Dobbs yesterday, right? Awesome catch. Great play. Obviously, you think about how much of that offensive game plan probably had him involved. Same with going back to Crystal a few weeks ago when he got hurt again on that play. They had five plays drawn up for him. I know we, some people want to sit and blame coaching, and I, I do think that, that it's just a big problem when a guy that you literally game plan for, your coaching went into, you spent a lot of time making the offense plan around a few guys that are going to do some really good, fun plays, and then they're out literally on the first play of the game. I, I think we got to back up a little bit. We can't attack the floor quite so hard. I really think that there would have been some things that we might have seen that we just never got the chance to. So I'm just trying to take a step back. I'm trying to take my eight-year-old daughter to this weekend's game. I've already got, you know, I had the tickets lined up, you know, way, uh, family ticket kind of thing. And I'm a little scared. I won't lie. It's not a great feeling when you know that you don't got Gary coming to help you. And, man, there's just some – those injuries this week were just brutal. I mean, it, I, I really think they beat the Lions if they only lose three guys. But eight guys, that was that was just too much to overcome. And it's just started becoming that kind of a season where it just kind of keeps piling on when you least expect it. And I think you got to look at the exact reasons why, when these things do happen, that, you know what, that leg- legitimately did make a difference on each occasion in each game. So, anyway, that's my, that's yeah. my deal. All right. Appreciate it, pal. Um, when you say it's you got to kind of lay off LaFleur, uh, yesterday, okay, let's just take that for example. But we have seen things like undisciplined play, players going the wrong way consistently this season. Frustrations, I, I get it. It begins to build when you start losing because you know you're better and you get frustrated. It's like running in quicksand. But there's a lot of things coaches need to do. You know, you, you, you coach your best when you're facing the most adversity. And right now, LaFleur, like many in this organization, looks kind of like a deer in the headlights. You know, I know he's not stupid. But there was a lot of things that we saw for a long time. You know, you're not utilizing a run game when you should have. Your your offensive play calling looked inept at times. Your defense, we could all see, was wrong. I mean, it's not like a, a, it's not like coverage and the basics were wrong. It's like, look, when it's third and six and you're lining up your outside back at 10 yards off and backpedaling on the snap, that's just dumb. I mean, that that's like, do you not even understand math type of dumb? So I, I, I can lay the blame damn near everywhere. I, I can pretty much blame everybody at this point. There, there's nobody that is completely deflective of blame. You know? Uh, maybe a trainer. Trainers, you know, they, they're not a blame. Guys get hurt. Guys get hurt, you know. But it, it's just you, I, I'm, <laughs> nobody is free of blame 
for the way this season has gone so horribly wrong. So horribly wrong. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. One thing I did hear yesterday, and I thought this was really, uh, and this was brought to my attention, and I thought I had to go back and listen to it, and I heard it again this morning, and I thought, okay, that's a little bit. I, I don't think he meant it the way it sounded. But Rogers during his presser yesterday um, said, you know, talked about losing and then losing to that team. And, boy, I'll tell you what, there were people that are Lions fans that were pissed. It's like just taking a cheap shot. And listen to what Rodgers had to say after the game uh, about the loss and about the way they lost and such, and you tell me. Here's what he had to say. Play comes in, we got executed. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that. But, you know, we had a couple chances for sure. Uh can't lose a game like that against that team, though. Uh, so that's going to hurt for a while. All right. You think about that for a minute. We're going to come back and talk about it. You can't lose a game like that to that team. That's a very honest moment. But, man, if Lions fans were pissed. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Play comes in, we get executed. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that. But, you know, we had a couple chances, for sure. Uh, can't lose a game like that against that team, though. Uh, so that's going to hurt for a while. Yes, it is. Aaron Rodgers making some lion. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, the Lions fans are mad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that he looked at it as there's no way we can lose that game to that team. No way. But when you think about it, uh, had Rodgers completed two passes that were relatively easy passes in the red zone, it's a whole different narrative. Embarrassing. You know? It is what we call a Green and Gold Monday. I would be bereft of information if I had not passed along that even without Chris Middleton and Pat Connaughton, the Bucks are still crushing it. Bucks are undefeated so far this season. It's very early. I understand that. Uh, there's a lot to be excited for. No doubt. No doubt. We're going to talk a lot of Bucks basketball. You got uh, college basketball, speaking of basketball, college basketball tipping off tonight as well. So excited about that. Um, but today is the postmortem on what is a what was a horrific game, one of the absolute lowlights in Detroit. And now you're trying to regroup and figure out where to go from here. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go back to L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, how you doing, man? Uh, do I sound better this time? There you go. Now you're good. Okay. Hey, man, what's going on? Uh, we're wallowing in it today. I guess misery is just uh, spread it everywhere. 
Yeah, I had to put a I had to put a post up like a PSA on all my social media for people to ask me questions about the Packers and talk about how they're messing up their tickets and so on and so forth. I don't want to hear any of that crap. I don't want to hear none of it. So yeah. I had to put a, a statement up about that. But I just never seen a team that just makes the dumbest mistakes and has the worst luck all at the same time. Man, like I, mm-hmm. I just can't. It's like a snowball. Like one thing happens and it just spirals and just gets out of control and just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, the play calling has just been bad. And Rodgers, I don't know what he was on yesterday, um, just played horrible. Um, Sammy Watkins, why is he still even on the team? Like, I just don't. He's just a waste right. of the roster squad at this point. And, and and then And then the, the front office, they sit up there, and every year it's the same thing. Oh, we went after this guy, but we didn't offer this. Oh, well, we tried to get this dude, but this guy didn't want to come here. They never make the proper, you know, adjustments with authorized. It's like they just go up there and say, hey, we're giving up this pick and that's it. Like they can't make no mm-hmm. type of adjustments or anything. But just about the game yesterday. It's, so this is what I'm talking about, the luck part. So he makes a throw and Samari Otori uh, catches the pass. Great pass, great catch. However, he fumbles the ball and it goes out of bounds. So now it's controversy about the catch and whether it's a fumble recovered and bounds and all of that. So... This is the coaching part. Now, that's within two minutes. So you don't have an opportunity to, uh, you know, basically um, challenge it or anything. Or not, Neither does the, uh, the Lions. So you rush and get back to the line of scrimmage. Instead of running the ball, this is the first and ten because you got the first down, you do a dumb pass, you throw it out of bounds. So you waste a whole down and you got two timeouts. Then the other plays, you don't even think about running the ball not one time. And then the times that you ran the ball, you run it – Side by side, or you know, uh, east west with uh, with Dylan. I know um, was Aaron Jones was hurt, and you brought Colin Hill, and he got seven yards the, the first run he ran. But you just abandoned the run totally. When you got Sammy Watkins out there that don't know what the audibles are, where to go, or whatever, and you end up throwing him the ball on fourth down, and then the other receiver just flat out can't get open. It was mm-hmm. just I, I, I was just so mad. I was ready to break my TV yesterday just watching that nonsense. Yeah, but I thought I, I blame McCart- I mean I blame McCartney. I blame um, the floor on that coach as far as with the play calling down the stretch. I mean, come on, man. Like, take your time. You have the time. Like, you have timeouts. And I just don't understand how every time you get ready to run a play, it's always right before the play clock ends. Like, you got to hurry up and rush and try to do it. I don't understand. Right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me out. All right. Appreciate it, man. Uh, no, I, look, hey, I get it. Hey, there, there's You can pretty much throw a dart at it. And, and I, I don't want to gloss over any one of the points that you made. But you're right in a lot of sense on all of them. You know? I I, I just, you know, complicated fellow says, are we going to write uh, the Packer 2022 team obituaries for the team's playoff chances this year? It's over. It's they're They're in the casket, in the ground. The dirt is on them. The daisies have come up, and all of us are now sitting around with a, a, a if it's a New Orleans-style funeral, we're doing a little drinking, a little imbibing, talking about maybe a couple of the moments that were kind of cool, but it's dead. It's over. And, and, and again, I'm going to go back to, I hate to say that, because it's not good for my business. 
It's not good for any business right now that relies upon the Green Bay Packers, whether it's sports talk radio, it's bars and such in the area or throughout the state of Wisconsin or Packer Nation anywhere and everywhere. There's a lot of faithful Packers fans. I'm not saying don't support them. Support them. You know, that, that's, that's great. That's what fandom is. Hell yes. Am I going to stop watching? No. Am I going to stop caring? No. I'm still going to come in with passion and vigor and, and excitement and disappointment, and it's all going to happen. But it's all heading towards a very pivotal offseason. That's where my focus is now. Because everything from here on out is an audition for what's to come. You know, and, and be, earlier somebody had said, well, it, it's about the rebuild. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And I'll tell you why when we come back. Hey, our friends at Quick Trip reminding you that still, here's a, here's a glimmer of hope, and it's from Quick Trip. They're proud supporters of the Packers. And you can go into a Quick Trip like I did today. Uh, by the way, I, I have to say this, and I know I'm jinxing myself. I'm not going to win the Powerball, but... Uh, I, I did uh, go in and, and redeem my tickets today, and I have been a Powerball winner. Uh, today I collected a little bit of money. It was 8 bucks. I'd like you to respect my privacy. Uh, we are going to take some time away as a family and uh, figure out what we're going to do with our winnings. And uh, once we hear from our legal team, we will advise the rest of you as to what exactly is going to go on with the rest of my life. But, you know, just want to let you know, Quick Trip did inform me today that I won $8. So I'm I'm pretty fired up about winning the Powerball. That made me happy. My pants fit a little snugger this morning. Uh, but if you go into Quick Trip, you are uh, get some gas. Use your Quick Rewards card. You're automatically registered for the Packers Opening Drive Contest, where you can get ten bucks per yard garnered by this Packers team. So you better pray that the offense plays at least well in the opening drive. If you uh, your name is called, so you're good to go there. That's from our friends over there at Quick Trip, and Quick Trip's giving all kinds of stuff away, including uh, just using the Quick Rewards, adding up the points, and then eventually you get one of those good sandwiches. Oh, it's good stuff when you go to the counter. Stop in and check out our friends from Quick Trip. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Lions 15-9 in a game filled with hard-hitting, penalties, and injuries for both teams. After the game in the visitors' locker room, Rashawn Gary and receiver Romeo Dobbs, both on crutches. Aaron Jones' ankle injury was in a walking boot. Rookie Christian Watson suffered a second concussion in a week. Green Bay's only touchdown came late in the third quarter on a 20-yard pass from Aaron Rodgers to Alan Lazard. It was kind of cool since I drew up the play, kind of in the huddle and everything, and I'm surprised 12 even called it, <laughs> um, but it, so it was great and very encouraging for, for me and I think the offense to finally get in the end zone and uh, to be able to cap off that drive the way we were able to do it. With the win, Detroit snapped a five-game losing streak. Lions quarterback Jared Goff spoke to reporters. Just, I'm so proud of these guys, man. It's, it's so hard, and you guys don't make it any easy, easier, certainly, um, but it's it's so hard to, to con- continue to do that, and we just do. We just do. We'll we'll never lay down, and and I know there's teams across this league that will, and we're not one of them. So now the Packers have lost five in a row, mostly to teams they were favored to beat. Matt LaFleur asked if any of his players are showing a lack of effort. Well, I would be concerned if I saw guys not competing out there. I didn't see that. I just saw us not taking advantage of 
certain opportunities and making way too many critical mistakes. When you do that, I don't care who you're playing in this league. Uh, you're going to get beat. Aaron Rodgers under pressure most of the day through three interceptions, two in the red zone. I asked him if at 38 years old he should still be running for first downs outside the pocket. Well, I mean, I played shitty, but uh, I never gave up. Uh, obviously, I don't want to lead us in rushing. I knew I was going to have to make some plays in my legs, and that's really the moving forward. I'm going to have to keep doing things like that. But no, I feel like we never gave up. I mean, we moved the ball well in the first half, and I threw a couple picks in the end zone. From Detroit, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Jim Irsay, the longtime owner of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, we know he's had his issues in the past, right? You know, sure we do. And, and, and we, we've known that uh, there are times that the Indianapolis Colts are a little off their rocker. Uh, Frank Reich. Their head coach has been fired. He is out today. That announcement was made uh, just about the time we were going on the air. And now this. The Colts have announced that the longtime center, Super Bowl champion, former center for the Green Bay Packers, Jeff Saturday, is their new head coach. I don't know what that means. Just like, why don't you just call Peyton Manning? See if Peyton Manning wanted to be the head coach. You know? <laughs> just like, what? The last time I saw Jeff Saturday was uh, on the uh, ESPN program this past weekend talking about the matchups. And in addition to that, on Tuesdays, now who is going to throw a pancake on the floor? That's what I want to know. Be Between him and Swagoo. Who's throwing the pancakes on the floor now? Jeff Saturday, absent from get-up this morning, and I'm like, where's Jeff Saturday at? Well, it's because we found out he's the new head coach of the Colts. Just, wow. That's, uh, that's a little bizarre, isn't it? That'd be like the Packers firing Matt LaFleur today and, you know, Frankie Winters has been named the new head coach of the Green Bay Packers. What? Oh, my God. Who knows? Maybe he comes in and he he does a great job. He's motivational. Who knows? But I'm like, wow. Last time we saw him activated, he was dancing around smashing pancakes on a floor last week. On Get Up. Jim Ursay. He's had his own drug addictions and abuses along the way. I would assume he's being tested. I don't mean to make light of that. I'm sorry. But, woof. All right. So there's your other breaking news of the day. By the way, Romeo Dobbs, high ankle sprain, going to miss numerous games. Numerous games. Ah. We got uh, two more hours yet to go. We're going to get to your phone calls. Got a lot coming up. Mike Clemens, final hour of the program. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.